All right, David. Uh, the, the defense seemed to have a pretty good day in practice yesterday. It's one practice, but when you're trying to come back from what they had last year, how how much does that mean to build confidence and get a good feel about what you're doing? I mean, every day is about stacking success, and I, I think it, you know definitely starts. You know, when you look at just pure production, uh, defensive click, defense was clearly more productive than the offense yesterday, and then the focus really for the offense was you know we we had uh, you know our mental errors were high or our misassignments were high, so and that's something you always fight through uh, during these install practices. Uh, but you know I thought the defense did a, an excellent job making plays on the ball. Um, so, and I think it's like anything in, in this game, it's about competition. So you know the competition will be heightened today because I mean obviously the off, offense didn't feel great about you know their performance yesterday and. And defense understands that too. You know, when they, uh, defense talked about this particular topic in their meeting today, you know, they they took a step yesterday, and the most important thing is to try to take another step today, and, and especially after, you know, as much production as I had yesterday. So it's all healthy. These this is all part of a healthy, competitive environment. So um, I love it. I think it's it, it, this is what our team needs. We need this time together. We need to, the competitive practices to be heightened each and every day, uh, whatever. Wherever, whatever the motivation uh, that is needed, that, that, that brings the, the field, our field work is the most important part of our day, and um, I'm, I'm looking forward to a to a healthy, competitive practice today. We saw we saw a lot of energy from the defense yesterday. When you think about your defense and particularly your secondary, what's the balance of the swagger you want to see with them without it turning into overconfidence? Well, there's lines and everything. Uh, you know, it's I think the biggest challenge in in, in, in in my view, especially as a head coach, is the handling success. So uh, defense had some success yesterday, so let's see how they handle it. Uh, so swagger is awesome. Confidence is awesome. And I think if we ever want to err um, on our football team, we want to we definitely err on the side of too much versus not enough. Obviously, you're not with Dak Prescott all offseason, but how much work has he gotten with the pads and some of the rib guards so that he has a little bit more mobility out there now that the pads are coming back on? Uh, great question. I, I couldn't give you a number or, or timing. I mean, he has a, a very good regiment both you know, in Dallas and, and you know, he spent some time out here in California. So um, I think he'll be ready to go. With the pads coming on today, how were you able to control the Marine layer? Say it again. Yeah, it's coming on today. How were you able to control the marine layer? It's gone. I mean, really, uh, the marine. La- I've only really seen the marine layer factor one day since we've been here. So that's why we're really looking at those eight a.m. practices. I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Gallup started hitting yesterday. Uh, did he come out of that okay? He's actually. Michael's going to miss practice today. He tweaked his ankle, so uh, so Michael will not practice. But I, I think you know, long term, he's fine. Yes, I think that's when it occurred. Yes. Remind him it's still just practice, or did you like the enthusiasm and the energy? Well, I mean that's that's the red zone. You know, it's you know it's competitive, and and you know it's it's unfortunate, but uh, yeah, I, we just gotta try to be as safe as we possibly can. How much will Zach do today? I don't know if he did a lot of team stuff yesterday, but he got pads on enough. Um, you know, eighty percent. You know, you know he'll be in there, so he's scheduled to go full. You got a lot of young receivers. Yes. Two of your top guys obviously won't be practicing today. How do you evaluate some of the young players, especially a lot of rookies? I think especially uh, young young receivers in, in in this particular group. It's you know the ability to play you know the X, the Z, and the F. I mean that, that's the, the priority of being able to interchange. And I think Noah and Cedric are. 
great examples of that because they, you know, that, that's how you uh, increase your value on the team. And then another big component of that is special teams. So uh, I, I think all those guys have a chance. And, and, and we, I think we've all been here. Uh, you know, just you, get, you see some really, really positive moments and, and things that the guys have done in the first four practices. But today's, today's you know, is, is, it's, a different, it's a different climate. Um, so I think this is when guys start to, you know, will start to separate themselves. A lot about uh, Connor Williams. How's McGovern look? Because obviously he's got to get some reps too. I mean, Connor McGovern, you know, coming out of last year was 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 clearly our most improved offensive lineman, and, and down the stretch, uh, you know, if I recall, you know, graded out probably as high or the highest. So, um, just love the way he came on last year, uh, and that's you know that, that's and that's what you're looking for. So we you know we feel like we have an excellent rotation inside. You know, Connor Williams is doing a good job. Uh, in, the, in his center, in his center reps, you know Tyler's really taking command of it too, from the, you know, the declaration uh, standpoint and, and the things we're asking him to do. So, but uh, yeah, Connor McGovern's, you know, he's uh, he's he's made a big move. I'm very very pleased the way Connor Connor has picked it up. How, how, we've seen uh, Schultz and Jarwin as receivers, but how have they progressed as blockers, and will that affect how much 12 personnel you use with how they can block, you know, the run game? Well, definitely. I, I mean, think you know, if you you look at just uh, basic you know football from a formation standpoint, you know, when you run the ball to a particular side, you know, it, whether it's a two-man surface or a three-man surface, but the ability to put two you know tight ends on line of scrimmage to create a four-man surface, you know, that, that, the ability to run the ball no matter what the defense lines up in, we we need some more of that. Frankly, you know, we spent a lot of time in eleven personnel uh, last year. Uh, you know, it's. It's it's obviously uh, doesn't really give you the opportunity to be more in what I would recall a run at run situation. So uh, the twelve personnel is is important uh, because you know we need to line up and run the football uh, regardless of what what the defense is in. Uh, I think in eleven, you know you can have a tendency to play a little bit too much chess match and and and, and you're 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 checking you know checking runs the passes and so forth. So, uh, but yeah, I, I have great confidence in the way they block. As uh, in terms of receiving, though, what's the skill set that Schultz has that allows Dak to have so much trust in him? Body language. I mean, he's excellent. He's very precise on, on, on how he's how he runs his routes. He's a, he's very easy to read. I think when when you see a quarterback, especially the tight ends, when you see when you see quarterbacks and tight ends connect, uh, you, it's the tight ends that you can throw to with the same anticipation of a, as a receiver, and, and that's so important because obviously. You know, a big, a bigger target in the middle of the field. Obviously, I, I think just the, the the mathematics of that is gives you opportunity to increase your completion percentage. So, you know, I, I think the ability to have multiple tight ends that can operate in the middle of the field definitely gives us the ability to, to be you know higher completion percentage offense. Great off season. Um, I, I can't say enough about a rookie class. We got we got a bunch of guys, and I, I just want to see it. You know, go to another level here out on the pad of practices, but he, yeah, I would definitely put him in the category of taking the second, the second year leap. Uh, he's done a great job with his body in the, in the weight room and so forth. Uh, his complete understanding of what we're doing offensively, but you know, you'll see him compete to be a primary player on special teams. So he's had a heck of an offseason. Schultz, an example of a guy who maybe exceeded expectations based on what you had seen and limited opportunities from him in practice. I mean, once he got it, he really. You know, I'm probably the wrong. Coach to ask because uh, you know re- really Dalton's been super consistent from the day I arrived here. So 
you know, I can't really give you uh, an evaluation on how it was prior, you know, prior to that. But he's he's been extremely consistent. Uh, you know, he's, he's very instinctive, obviously very bright. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I I love the way he played, and you know, and just talking with Blake after the season, you know, Dalton raised the raised the bar in the tight end room, and you know, and I think anytime you have a Hall of Fame player that that, that retires, and you know, the year after, you want to see how you know how that room responds, and I, I think our tight end room, and you know, I think Lunda did a, a great job in there, but I, I I just really love the whole operation of the tight end room, and and Dalton gets you know he gets a lot of credit for that. How does Trevon Diggs raise the competition in the cornerbacks room? I know you guys didn't want to use him as much as you had to yet last year. How much has that helped him when you see him at camp this year? I mean, just the way he plays, number one. The way he practices, I, I think you, know, you can see it right, aw- right away how competitive and his ability to make plays on the ball, I, I think, is is you know at, at the highest level. Super instinctive, uh, has a good feel for it out there. You know, he's just got to stay healthy. That's That's the only thing that he really ran into last year. But... You know, when, when, I, when I think of uh, Trayvon, I, the last practice of our, our, our training camp last year, I, I've never seen a rookie. I think he had four interceptions in the practice that day, two, two of them to end the two-minute drill. So uh, that's the kind of impact, you know, impression that he's made on us from day one. Mike, if you had it your way at the end of the year, would you be more of a running team or a passing team? Oh, I want to be, be a winning team. And, and it's really, I, I think I've, I talked about this in the opening um, the opening uh, press conference. We we need to play better complementary football. You know we 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 don't. Uh, hey, you know I've called plays for a lot of years in, in this league. It's it's a lot more fun to call passes than runs. But that that's that doesn't always equate to winning. So um, you know you have you have to run the football. Uh, you have to be able to run the football when you want to run the football. Um, you got to run the football when you need to run the football, and everybody in the stadium knows you're going to run the football. So that that's something that we need to, you know, is a focus for us, um, not only in situational football, but also in normal down and distance. So, um, you know, people like to throw out the word balance. I, I think I think balance is a term you when you look at the end of the journey, that, that's when you look at the numbers. But, you know, balance is, is picking up for one another, you know, week in and week out. So, I mean, there's, there's times where we may run it 40 times. And, you know, I think if you're looking for a number, and I'm not, I'm not going to give you one because you're going to hold me to it all the time. But there's there's a, there's there's a number that I that I like to be above. Just as far as when I look at the makeup of our team and and, and how we can play complementary football, offensive defense. So uh, yeah, we, we don't want to drop back and throw it all day in, in normal down the distance. I understand the weapons we have and that's the way to go. But uh, especially now because the defense needs it. Obviously, run defense is the primary focus for us. So we have to train. Um, you know tilted more to running the football and stopping the run in, in training camp because, you know, that needs to be a strength, and, and, it, and it was not last year. What's fun number? about calling a pass? Well, it's, it's the old quarterback coach. I mean, if the ball's in the air, you know, everybody says, you know, three things happen and two of them are negative. I, 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 don't, I don't look at it that way. I, I think it's, a, it's, it's just more fun. I mean, I don't know. I mean, they sound better, too. They're, they're longer calls, you know, more sexy verbiage, you know, so – about that number that you don't want to share is that on an individual game or is that over the course of a season that when you look back you want the number to be at that well, I, well, I, well I think that's part of your game plan you know I think there's I mean if you if you want to draw up a perfect number you, you like to be north of 30 rushes a game I mean if you said okay that's and if you if you look at the historical uh, of that obviously you know giving a ball away plays into that but that you know that, that's a healthy number because you know time of possession plays into that defense is not on the field as long but 
but also, you know, the NFL is, is, is definitely tilted more now than ever towards points. You've got to score points. So, you're, you know, so your point production is, is a big part of that. And we, we have the ability to throw the ball and get the ball. We've got excellent perimeter players, too. So it's, it's really finding, finding the, the balance in ball distribution. I, I think that's more important because, you know, throwing the ball on a wide route to a back is, to me, is not a whole lot different than, than pitching it to him on a sweep. I mean, you're, you're really accomplishing the same thing of how you're stressing the defense, you know, in some ways. So, and the fact that one, one's a one, one is a run and one is a pass, you know, you know that's, I think that's all part of mathematics and statistics are important, but I, I always looked at them as a gauge. Uh, I, I, you know, the only absolute that I really care about is the win. Talk longer calls, sexier verbiage, and some of the passing plays. What was your favorite one you called over the years? Oh shoot! Well, um, it's not sexy, so I'll just <laughs> I'll just say that. No, I don't. I, we have a new language, so um, I, I don't want to bring up old old language. Yeah, good question. What does uh, what does Brad Basham bring to this defense, and how do you see him? fitting in with your versatility and what you want to do up front? I think you're going to really feel him today in the padded work. You know, I, I, th- I think he's that kind of player. Um, he just brings a, a different energy, you know, physicalness. Um, you know, that's, that, that's what you see so far. But this will be our first time, you know, competing in pads today. But uh, I love the way he fits into the, the D-line room, the defensive room. So uh, he, he, he brings a lot of juice to the workplace every day. So uh, he, he's a, he's a, a, a really... You know, I, I think he's he's you know he's he can play more techniques than I think I realized until you see him move in person. So uh, he's an excellent addition for us. How will you work Hooker into practice here at, now that he's officially signed? He'll be he'll be on. A, a, you know, we'll, it, we'll pace him. You know, we, we won't go full ball. We just you know he, it's obviously been a while. Uh, it's coming off of the injury, so uh, we'll t- we'll take it slow to answer to be more precise. Jordan Lewis didn't practice yesterday. What, what is he dealing with? Will he be back out there today? Or? Yeah, Jay, Jay Lou is going to probably be limited today. You know, I'll, I'll, you know, I'm going to see how his work with Britt went today. So, um, yeah, nothing, nothing major. Yeah. Will anybody else be held out of practice? Zach Gallup? No.